Welcome one, welcome all to the Friday, March 24th, 2023 edition of the Overdrive Radio Podcast. I'm Todd Dills, your host as usual, and we're looking ahead to next week's big beginning for the season of truck shows. The annual Mid-America Trucking Show Trade Convention at the Louisville Exposition Center in Kentucky kicks off Thursday, March the 30th. If you'll be there, plan to join Overdrive and owner-operator business services firm ATBS Friday, March 31st, for our annual Partners in Business Seminar at 1.45 p.m. local time. That's in room B104 in the South Wing at the Convention Center, Matt's Pro Talks Theater. The Partners in Business session is part of a bevy of business-related programming. The show is marshaled for the event this year, covering everything from health improvement over the road to double brokering and more. Catch a link to the full schedule in the show notes or in the post that houses today's podcast at overdriveonline.com slash overdrive hyphen radio. ATBS Vice President Mike Hosted will be joined on stage in Overdrive session by longtime contributor Gary Books. Books has retired from the road as of late 2019, but his long experience as an owner-operator informs ongoing work as a mentor and business coach to a big group of owner-operators he works with routinely at efforts to sharpen the saw, as were, of their business processes. A lot of us today are, quote, making too many assumptions, end quote, about marketing conditions in particular, Bucks said. We're responding emotionally to the gloom and doom headlines of the day and possibly missing areas in which, and operational adjustments with which, some owner-operator peers are having success. HBS Vice President Mike Hosted will come armed with trend data to help illustrate some of those areas. On the bottom line among ATBS clients, owner-operator income did, on average, take a dive in 2022, yet averages are what they are. Not everyone took the 10% haircut with exploding costs and falling rates the average did last year. Look no farther than Overdrive's ongoing 2023 Trucker of the Year program for monthly examples of owner-operators who've set themselves up for success, even through exceedingly difficult business conditions. If that describes you or another owner you know, by all means, get over to the nomination page and get in the running for the Trucker of the Year Award. Stay tuned for a reveal of this month's Trucker of the Month semi-finalist next week. Gary Bucks relayed a conversation he had with an owner-operator relatively new to the business, too, just this week. Nobody teaches us how to do this, that owner said, referencing the value he took from his work with Bucks, likewise drawing on the lessons learned from other experienced owner-operators. Some learned the hard way himself. On one hand, Gary noted, the owner's right. Yet, on the other, there's plenty in the way of self-help resources for those new to the business or looking to, again, sharpen that saw for better profits. Overdrive's annually updated Partners in Business Manual, co-produced with the input of ATBS, is one such resource, certainly. And next week, with the Friday seminar, we'll be introducing the 2023 edition of the Owner-Operator Business Manual now a whopping 120 plus pages worth of information running all the way from the basics of business planning for startup to going independent, growing a small fleet, and prepping adequately for a comfortable retirement. The 2023 edition of the manual will be available to all readers next week. New this year to it are a bevy of updates, including a primer on avoiding and combating the huge rise in double brokering of the past few years, There's further resources on saving taxes and gaining business management dividends via the S-Corp tax filing structure for LLCs, updates on lending markets given the rise in borrowing costs for new and used equipment purchases of the last year, new strategies for how to approach fuel surcharges as an independent, 
maximize efficiency, whatever your operation, given 2022's historic fuel price inflation. There's new ways to protect your business and personal data from wholesale identity theft running rampant, updates on planning and saving for retirement, and of course, much more. So stay tuned to overdriveonline.com PIB for the new Partners in Business Manual next week. And we hope to see you in Louisville. For the rest of this week's podcast, we're going to be handing off to trucker songwriter and longtime Overdrive contributing writer, Long Haul Paul Marhofer, dropping into his long interview with prime leased operator Bill Douglas for Tales from the Training Truck, as it were. That's right. Douglas is among those at Prime who's recently taken to the mentoring and training task. After an experience, he won't soon forget with his own trainer. After the break, the good, the bad, and the ugly of training over the road. Every diesel needs to defend against clogged injectors, low lubricity, and slipping fuel economy. The best defense is the best defender. House Diesel Defender with Advanced IDX4 Detergent. Get a deeper clean, maximum lubricity, and boosted fuel economy. Guaranteed. House Diesel Defender. Get optimal performance. House for every diesel. Find more about Diesel Defender at HOWESHOWESHOWESHOWESHOWESHOWESHOWESHOWESHOWESHOWESHOWESHOWESHOWESHOWESHOWESHOWESHOWESHOWESHOWESHOWESHOWESHOWESHOWESHOWESHOWES
till they say I don't. <laughs> I get a new truck every three years. Do you stay under warranty all the time that way? Warranty all the time. That's why they lease us up at the end of three years. It's right before warranty is run out. So they, you get a release a new truck. Kind of keeps you hopping, I would imagine. I mean, you probably can't probably can't just take two weeks off just to find yourself I wouldn't imagine as long as you have the the truck payment a weekly truck payment you can uh, take off as much time as you want that's they don't care I can pick where I choose where I want to go or just have prime you know point me in the wind and send me where wherever so it's I call it uh, roll of the dice you know let's just roll the dice see where we go today now, Bill, you mentioned something to me, and I thought it was quite interesting. You you enjoy mentoring younger drivers and helping them learn, and you you had a mentor that really meant a lot to you. Can you can you tell me about uh, who this was and how that experience went? Uh, her name is Julie. Uh, Julie uh, has been driving for over thirty years. Uh, she's been with Prime for for over twenty years, and. Uh, I met her through my wife, Ada Bell, and uh, she brought me on, took me under her wing, and became my mentor. I call her uh, my sister, my trucking sister. She calls me brother, and uh, she says uh, I was the best student she's ever had in training. She actually came out of retirement to train me, and uh, it was the best thing I ever had. So now I I take the knowledge that she's she instilled in me and uh give it up to everybody else you know they want to learn from me or they don't want to learn you know i just i i love i love training i really do i have the patience to do it some guys it's it's hard to hard to to get them to focus hard to get them to put the phone down these younger drivers and and learn you know oh this guy on youtube said this well you're not on youtube you're in my truck you're gonna do it my way and it's the right way uh, once you get your own truck you can do what you want <laughs> now i mean so when you when you get a fresh trainee like i mean is there a profile i mean how how much experience do some of these drivers have well, Prime has two phases in their training program. They have the PSD phase, which is Prime Student Driver. Those have those are non-CDL holders. They just have their permit. And then they have what they call a, a TNT phase. It's trainer and trainee. That's what I do. I get them where they have a. They've only got a few days of road of road drive, and training pad. Just getting the CDL, passing the test. So when I get them. I have to actually teach them how to drive a truck because all they know is how to pass that test. And it's completely different than driving a truck. So, you're, you're, I mean, you're training these guys from the ground up. Yes. We were talking a while here at the Mid-America Trucking Show, and you said that um, if a trainee has a wreck, that's your financial responsibility. Now, how does that work? Well, the way uh, Prime has it set up is you uh, take them onto your truck and you're fully responsible for that trainee. Uh, you're supposed to be on top of that trainee through his whole training. So if he has an accident, that falls on you. That's your, you pay that deductible and, and they basically get slapped on the hand. 
they get an additional uh, 10,000 miles. Uh, they start out with 30,000. Uh, once they get 30,000, they're you're eligible to upgrade to to be on your own. Uh, so they get if they get a critical event like a hard break, uh, you know, shifting the load, uh, going into a turn too fast, and and get a stability control turn. It all adds 10,000 miles. So to keep someone that 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 uh, has a hard time learning and gets those critical events and hits those trucks, it really takes a, a mental toll on you and you have to be patient or, or just, just be able to look at them and say, hey, you know, I don't think we're working out. Maybe it might be best for finding another trainer or, you know, uh, Prime has places in, in, in line that you can go to to maybe find out what works and what doesn't work. But each student, it has his own learning ability. You just have to, you know, basically figure out what, how they learn and, and go from there. How many trainees have you had so far? Right now I'm on my 13th one. Wow, and, and how long have you driven a, a truck total? Six years. Okay, so you're no rookie. Oh, as far as most people understand, under 10 years, I'm still a rookie. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I when I uh, started driving, I, I took to it. My, my grandfather was a truck driver. And, uh, you know, I just, about the first year or two, I, I knew this is what I was meant to do. And so I started training uh, after after two years. And, uh, you know, Julie gave me her blessing and said, you're, you're better than most drivers has been driving for six years. And now I've been out here six years and, and, uh, I've got, I've got guys that, you know, other trainers that, that call me and, Hey, I've got this problem with this trainee. Can you help me out? And I, I mentor other trainers now. So I think it's came full circle and, and I've done it in a short time. So you're actually mentoring the trainers themselves. Yes, the new guys that's that's only got, you know, maybe maybe a couple of years, two years under their belt and uh they decided they wanted to train and then they get a hold of this trainee that they have no clue how to train them. I can walk them through steps on how to how to ass assess their problems and how to work it out, you know, backing up or or uh getting into a dock, things like that. Putting the phone down mainly. <laughs> Is that so? Is that the main problem you see with young trainees? Is them handling the phone? Uh, the young trainees, yes, it's getting them off the phone. Uh, when we're when you're supposed to be sleeping for ten hours, your ten hour break, they're laying up there in the in the in the bunk on their phone for you know five six hours. They get two or three hours of sleep and they want to try to drive. No, not my truck. That you know, put your phone down. It's time to go to sleep. This is training. This is this is real world. You can hurt somebody. You can kill somebody if you if you don't have enough sleep for to stay awake. You're driving an eighty thousand ton truck. You know, eighty thousand ton pound truck, a forty ton truck, and uh, it's one of those things. Just put your phone down. Pay attention. But that's the that's what I see about the young the young generation. What is your phone protocol in your truck? How, how what are the rules about? 
does this phone have to be mounted at all times? Depending on the trainee, if I can't get one to put it down, then it's in the bunk at all times, unless he's off duty. Uh, the ones that, that I see that, that can handle it, it's mounted up front, but they can't be on it. Uh, they can see phone calls, they can see messages, but if they want to handle a phone call, they've got to they got to stop the truck. Then they can handle their phone call, but not not under training. They're not able to answer the phone call unless they're when they're driving. No incoming calls while you're driving as a trainee. No, not not in my truck. That's my rule. Have you ever had to evict a driver from your truck mid trip? I actually have not. I've had trainees jump on me uh one trainee i had a, a few months ago um i picked him up in texas where he lived uh, down around san antonio we drove out to california it took about two days to get over there and we were due to have an appointment to deliver our load uh, the next morning and he gets on the phone standing around outside his truck he comes back to the truck and grabs his stuff and says, I can't do this anymore, and he leaves. Wow. He, he just jumped off in California, and I picked him up in Texas. Were there any warning signs? There was no warning signs at all. He just, uh, you know, abandoned. I've heard other drivers, you know, uh, one, one, one driver told me that uh, his trainee, while he was asleep, actually went into his wallet and got his credit card, rented a, uh, got a bus ticket, and you know a, a lift, and went back home with the trainer, the trainer's credit card. There's there's been a lot of focus on training and mentoring. Um, you know, even the current administration is trying to put more of an emphasis on mentoring to get more drivers in the workforce and and what i find interesting is this is something you actually have a passion for something you enjoy doing um and even though uh, sometimes your trainees get in accidents or or are they, these are mostly small accidents or are any of them ever serious uh most of them are just small accidents i mean anytime we we have to put a trainee in our truck without even knowing the person you know basically just a phone in interview you know what what you like what you don't like and, and just go from there um so you don't even know this this person and you're inviting them in their her, yeah, your house one of my questions was has training made you a better driver and how training has made me a better driver uh basically you know trying to teach them in a way you makes you focus more on what you're doing you know Am I stopping correctly? Am I showing him how to drive the right way? And, you know, makes you look at your habits that you've gained when nobody's watching over your shoulder. Uh, so that's that's one way. Uh, the other way is, you know, it's, it's a lot different to sit behind the wheel and drive the truck and to get outside and drive the truck from the outside, telling him which way to turn the wheel to back in. So it's a lot, it's a lot different. Training is... Is a lot different makes you think you know outside the box instead of inside yeah because you know after a while a lot of what i do is just sort of intuition and muscle memory and 
I don't really verbalize. So if you have to verbalize the actual performative act of driving a truck, I guess you would probably internalize it differently than than just kind of. It's not. It does. It's not. Second nature alone isn't enough. I guess it would. Uh, I still have second nature. Uh, you know, showing him how to do a maneuver. I just without even thinking about it, I just do it. So you have to like stop and think about and tell them what you're doing before you do it. And it, it, it's, it took me a while to practice it, but now I can do it secondhand. I mean, it's, it's, I can turn the, the trainer on and off at wheel now. Uh, I've been doing it for a little while. Uh, but yeah, I still, even with, when I'm not training, when he's back there sleeping, I'm, I'm just driving. I don't think about what I'm doing or, you know, just, just instinct takes over. But as soon as they get behind the wheel, you have to flip that trainer hat around. And now let's look at, see how we can make them a better driver. Now, like what was the most difficult thing you ever went through as a trainer with, with a trainee? The most difficult thing is them trying to take advantage of you. As far as, you know, I, I, I do most more things than what other trainers do uh i'll buy them you know something to drink or something to eat uh we don't have to i just do it because that's what my mentor did for me so i just do it for them but when i was asleep once uh my my trainee went into my wallet got my card and went inside and got something to eat well when i woke up the next morning i saw the charge and i was like hey you know what's this charge on my card he was like, well, you, you've been buying me food. Well, that didn't mean you take advantage and just take my card whenever you wanted to. You know, it's always a good thing to ask. That's the most difficult thing is them trying to take advantage of you like that. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it seems like a very fraught situation. You've got two total strangers in the truck. and you're. But they do give you, I think you mentioned earlier that... The, you were at least allowed to interview them and then at that point you go with your gut instinct is that sort of how it works or do you even have the agency to say yeah i don't think i want to train this person based on my interview no we we have the opportunity to say i don't think this one's going to work uh you know let's try again let's move to the next um and when then once they're on once they're on your truck you still have that that thing if 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 it's not working out you still have the option to say hey you know i don't think this is gonna work out with him and and just move on from there go up up management and see where where it falls if they need another trainer or if it's time for them to go home i personally have never had to cut one loose i i try to train them to the best of my ability i've got i'm very patient very understanding when because i myself when i started training i didn't think i was going to be able to back the truck it took everything uh, julie had to train me to learn how to back this truck i i just didn't didn't have couldn't place it in my mind i've never backed a trailer before it, whether it's a boat trailer or or horse trailer i've never done backing of anything <laughs> other than just a four-wheel drive car you know, uh, and so it, it's once I got that down, once that light bulb clicked and it took a long time for me to learn that. And now I can teach it. It's came full circle where, 
you know, it's just second nature now. But I know when they're struggling, I, I tell them my story to help them, you know, re just relax and listen to me and we'll get it done. So, I mean, it sounds like you just had this great experience with your first uh, trainer, Julie, and she sort of set the standard that you're trying to uphold as a mentor and a trainer? Exactly. She was an upstanding driver. She's been driving, you know, like I said, for over 30 years. And, and, I, and my grandfather was a driver. So I just... I just got this high standard that, that, you know, I'm not going to give up on someone until they give up on their self. They're going to give up before I do. That's really interesting because, I, I mean, I've talked to trainers who seemed like almost at the drop of a hat will we'll, we'll get rid of a trainee. And have you, have you ever met trainers like that? Yes, we have. Uh, there's I've met trainers like that that's, you know, Oh, he, uh, you know, he used my microwave, so I had to kick him off the truck. Well, you know, I, my saying is in Spanish is mi casa su casa. My house is your house. And, you know, I'm bringing you on. You can, you can have refrigerator space. You can have microwave privileges, you know, whatever you want. As long as you're on the truck and you're doing, you're doing the job, it's your house. Like, like we're renting it, you know, we're roommates. Now, do you ever stay in contact with any, any of your former trainees? Uh, I only have one that I stay in contact. The other ones, I have no idea where they went once they got off my truck. Do you ever bump in into any of your former trainees at the yard or at docks? No, I've never seen any of them. As far as I know, they, they're either not working for Prime or they, you know, uh, I just, we've got so many trucks on the road, it's hard to see everybody. I've sort of had that, I guess you might say, dream of maybe mentoring someone and just to be able to take someone that's never actually driven before and train them from the ground, the ground up. But I think I would have to tighten up on some of my, you know, habits um, a little bit. Who knows? Maybe mentoring will become more widespread among the, the general driver population because it seems to be, um, is it, do you find fulfillment in it? I find a good, good fulfillment in it. You know, um, my motto is, you know, uh, when we park at night, you know, is the, is the load safe? It, is the truck safe? Are you safe? Is everybody else on the road safe? Cause we didn't have an accident or, you know, hurt anybody. Then it was a good day. Tomorrow's another day. Whatever happens, you know, somebody telling you you're number one and giving you the bird or whatever, that doesn't matter. What matters is everything is safe at the end of the day. Yeah, there's nothing like an incomplete peace sign that can ruin your <laughs> ruin your uh, actual peace. But peace but you do you do have to be uh, you do have to be a bit thick skinned about these things, don't you? Yes, when I when I first started driving, I I I'll admit I was not ready to be a driver. I wasn't. I had to be broken down and built up to be a driver because you can't you can't hold your heart on your sleeve and be a driver out here because it's going to they're going to stab it and you know run away with it. Uh it's so most I I want to say at least half of negativity out here in trucking industry nowadays. Uh, that, you know, uh, 
I'd like to at least make one person smile a day as my goal. And that's that's what we do out here. Just uh, smiles with miles is what I try to say. Uh, and I just, I really enjoy training. I, I really uh, don't know. I, I've never really actually spoken to a trainee once they got off my truck for whatever reason. They, they seem to just fade into the background. I'm more... I'm more out one to, to stand out in the crowd and go to the truck shows and have fun. So, but yeah, overall, I've uh, really enjoy training. And I can't say that enough. I really enjoy it. Here's a big thanks to Bill Douglas and our own Paul Marhofer for the talk. And we're hopeful for much more in the next week. If you're going to be at Matt's this coming week, get in touch. We'd love to hear your story and meet in person. You can find us via the worldfamousoverdriveonline.com. Navigate to the Overdrive Radio section. Subscribe and leave us a rating or review wherever else you might be getting your podcast. We're on Spotify, of course, and Stitcher, Apple and Google Podcasts, TuneIn and SoundCloud, and many more. As for Marhofer, keep your ears open for his brand new Legends of the Lost Highway record in the coming weeks here on the podcast. You can pre-order the record via his website. That's longhaulpaulmusic.com. Overdrive Radio is a production of Overdrive, the voice of the American trucker. It's edited and produced by me, Todd Dills, with the support of Marhofer, of course. The theme is Legend of the Snake Man by Marhofer, featuring the guitar work of Travis, the Snake Man himself, Lamech, Terry Two Socks Richardson on bass, keys by Tishamingo, Jim Whitehead, and on drums, Mr. Andrew Marshall. The podcast is backed up further by Overdrive's own news editor, Matt Cole, social media coordinator, Holly Young, Executive Editor Alex Lockie and Video Editors Lawson Rudisel and Mr. Andrew Glenn. Until next time, keep it perfect. See you at Madison.